Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get strong, when you achieve the health that you're looking for and you look sexy as fuck, you can sustain it long term. Long term. That's the name. That's the name of the game. That's that's the goal. That's what we're here to talk about. How are we going to make this sustainable long term? Long term, long term, indefinitely until the day you die. That's the goal, at least in my head. So today we got a good, we got a juicy one for you. We got a juicy, juicy one for you. Okay, I'm getting carried away because I hopped on here to check the, see how many weeks straight I've been posting, and I'm up to five. So this will be six, which is cool, but even cooler. I'm getting the chills is I have way more downloads than I would have anticipated. So thank you everybody who has tuned in lately, who's been listening to the show. I really appreciate you guys. I had some people shoot me a DM telling me they were listening to the podcast. Someone actually sent me a picture too. So I appreciate, I appreciate all of you guys who have been listening to the show, downloading it, um, sharing it with your friends. I really, really appreciate it. And if you guys wouldn't mind, it would mean the world to me if you could uh, leave a rate and review on iTunes. It would really help me grow the show more, give people more context as to why they should listen to the show. It's just like a review on anything for that matter, on anything, on anything. And if you're someone who's ever done anything uh, business related, like, or you ever left a small business like a Yelp review and stuff like that, those things go such a long way. And so leaving a rate and review on the podcast would help me tremendously. So thank you so much. Um, As a quick reminder actually no when this podcast comes up i'll still have one day left um my all the mobility programs on my website are 50 percent off for the for this week and so this will be uploaded on friday so you guys actually you know i'll upload it a day early so you have two days to 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 hop on this deal because it's sick it's sick like everybody who's done the program so far has a lot of the people who have had plantar fasciitis told me it's gone and then a lot of the exercises in the program that don't my clients and their plantar fasciitis has gone um it's decreased a lot of people's back pain one guy reached out to me last week telling me his hip uh, discomfort his hips are way looser and i'm like yes so it's really cool really good stuff and if you've been watching me on instagram at all and facebook for that matter a lot of the mobility work i've been doing lately um is in my new program, which I just launched today, which is today's Monday, but which I just launched today, which is my intermediate level 15 uh, week program. Really good program. A lot of good stuff in there. Uh, and I don't want to derail myself too much. So I'm not going to go too into detail. There's just a lot of good things, a lot of good mobilizations in that, that program. A lot of the good things to help build that neuromuscular control up within your brain so you can feel and connect with everything in your body. It's, it's just an awesome program. So um, if you guys are interested in decreasing your joint pain and feeling better, go head over to my website. There should be a link in, yeah, a link in the bio in the show notes i'm sorry and uh you don't have to put a code in you just everything's already discounted 50 percent off so yeah okay now the business is out of the way now that my sponsorship with myself is out of the way um i want to talk today about oh there it is my clients are sliding in my dms sliding in my dms um and okay so now that all the business stuff's out of the way today we're going to be talking about what my clients have done to develop a mindset 
for fat loss, to develop a mindset or ultimately to overcome the scale. Because I work with a lot of clients who come to me, they 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 want to lose weight, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but actually, there is a partial issue with it. They're consumed by the scale, consumed by it, absolutely consumed. It's like it's everything. If the scale doesn't move, it, it can make or break their day. And so if any of my clients are listening to this right now, they'll know I have some of them get rid of their scale and throw it away, whatever. One of my clients hasn't checked the scale in three months. And she's like, I don't even want to anymore. I don't need to. I don't care. I'm like, yes. Um, and so I'm going to walk you guys through what I've done with my clients to help them with this. And, you know, it's interesting. What I've actually been with all of the stuff I've been sharing with mindset related things is what I've actually done is I've walked my clients through it. You know, I've walked my clients through this process and I've like reverse engineered what I've walked them all through. Cause like, I don't have a set in stone way of doing it because everybody's a little bit different, but like, okay. So then I come back to what are the principles behind everybody? And so this is what I came up with. So this is what I want to give to you guys today, right? So this is what my clients get to go through with me and you get it for absolutely nothing. You don't need to pay me. You can just listen to the podcast and it'd be really appreciated if you leave a rate and review on iTunes. But if you don't, it doesn't even matter. I'll never know. All you need to do is go through this little process yourself, get more, get the general premise of it, answer these questions and you'll be golden. You'll be golden. It's worked for every one of my clients so far who's done it. So let's talk about this, this mindset for fat loss to overcome the scale, the horrendous fucking scale. I get it. I actually, when I first started, I was obsessed with the scale bit myself. So true story, true story. I don't talk about that stuff that much, do I? Cheers, everybody. Some good, this some good coffee, four sigmatic coffee, some good stuff. Okay. So it's what I'm going to call it. The acronym is going to be CDA, CDA. So that's so you, so you guys can remember it. C as in like a CD. I see you as in Carl D as in David A as in asshole. Okay. So CDA. So first things first is clarity. You need clarity. You need to be very specific, very clear on your goals. What do you want? What are you looking to achieve here, my friends? What do you want? What do you? What is the outcome you're looking to achieve, right? What do you want? Okay, a lot of people are like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to lose fat. I want to get toned. Okay, get as specific as you possibly can. So you want to get toned? Okay, what? How do you want to look? How do you want to look? Like, what areas of your body do you want to tone up? How much weight do you want to lose? Do you have a body fat percentage? Is the weight not that important, or does, or does? The weight actually just represent a metric of health for you, which is going to be the next topic here. So get as clear as you possibly can on your goals. What exactly do you want? Okay. And you need to have long-term and short-term. So think about a year from now, right? Okay. Where, how much weight do you want to lose in a year? And then how much weight do you want to use like on a month to month basis? So a really simple way to do this is let's just take 30 pounds as an example, right? If you want to lose 30 pounds over the next year, that'll be about three pounds a month. No, my math's off. Hold please. Oh, please. I should just pick 60. It would have been easier. But now we're going with 30. Divided by 12. So it'd be two and a half pounds a month. So that would be, if we average that out to like, we'll just say four weeks in a month, even though I know some have five, that would be about a little over half a pound a week you would have to lose. Right? So you want to have both short term and long term goals so that you know how to do things more clearly. Right? Because that will dictate how you eat a little bit more. You need to prioritize sleep if you should do a little bit more cardio, stuff like that. Right? So have short and long term goals. So that's the first thing. 
make it as specific as you possibly can about what it is that you want. Just saying I want to be healthier, just saying I want to lose weight is not enough. You need more specifics. The more specific you can get, the more clear, the, the clearer it'll become on what you need to do. Because if you just say you want to lose weight, then you could lose a pound overnight and now you've lost weight. So are you done there? Probably not. You probably want to lose more weight. So be specific about that. If you say you just want to get healthier, that's great. I'm glad you want to get healthier. Like truly, I want to see the world become like a, I want everyone to be fucking healthy. True story. However, just wanting to be healthier is not enough because you could eat a salad for one day and be healthier today than you were yesterday. Are you done there? Probably not. So get clear on what health is for you. Okay. So what does health look like? All right. So that comes to my next point, which is define. So again, C, clarify, clarity, name clarity. D, define, define health for you. You need to define what health looks like for you. Define what being fit looks like on you. Define your goals more clearly. Define everything more clearly. Clarity and definition are the two first things. They can kind of go hand in hand, but we're gonna separate them because a lot of people say they wanna get healthier and they don't even know what that means. What does that mean to you? Water break now. good stuff. That's good stuff. So define what health is for you. A lot of the people who come to me are looking to get healthier. So that's why I'm actually separating clarity from definition here. And so define what health looks like for you. And we're going to let's go in on this a little bit more for a minute. Because a lot of my clients have a preconceived notion of what health is. And I don't know exactly what that is, to be completely honest with everybody. I would have to imagine there's some preconceived notion that health is X, Y, and Z that is impressed upon most of us by society. And a lot of us don't wanna think outside of that box, or a lot of people aren't thinking outside of that box, or a lot of people don't think that they, that they, hold on, a lot of people don't think that they can think outside of that box, and you absolutely can. So start getting clear on what health looks like for you. Now, in my personal opinion, there are some base level things, right? You can't be overweight or obese and be healthy. And by overweight or and obese, what I mean by that is like you can't, like if you're obese, then your blood markers are gonna be chaotic. You're probably gonna have joint pain. You're not gonna be able to digest food well. You'll probably be somewhat lethargic. You won't be able to sleep well. Like all these things come with obesity, right? And I'm not even necessarily talking about the BMI metric of that because the BMI thing is kind of jacked up. Um, it doesn't account for lean muscle tissue, right? So if you're already in decent shape, keep that in mind when you look at your BMI chart. But if you're somebody who doesn't work out and, and you're struggling to lose weight and you're not lifting weights at all, like your BMI might be a bit more accurate. So there's nuance there, right? So anyway, define what health means for you, right? So what, how can you measure this, right? And, and I think a lot of people a lot of you come, like a lot of people come to me and like, I want to be healthier and I want to lose weight. So the weight in and of itself is a representation of their health and they don't recognize that. They don't recognize that. So it's about recognizing what do you define health as? And so a lot, like a lot of the people I work with have been like, I don't know how to even phrase this, but they almost are afraid or hesitant. I'm going to use hesitant. They're hesitant to want to look better because now it's like, who cares about how you look? Looks aren't everything, but like, fuck that. If you're not happy with the way you look, then you should absolutely do everything in your power about something. You should absolutely do something about that, 100%. Because at the end of the day, you're in control of your life, right? So if being healthy means you being a certain weight and you being 
happy with the way you look. Maybe being healthy means you have a six pack or has you have big biceps or you got a fat ass. You know, one of my clients is always saying she wants to be a shredded bitch. Her words, not mine. And I'm like, you know what? I'm here for it because that's how she's choosing to define what health looks like for her. So what does health look like for you? How can you measure this? We need ways to measure this, right? Especially if you're somebody who likes to see progress over the period of time. Progress pictures are a fantastic way for this. Fantastic way. Um, you can check the scale, but you got to be careful there. You have to be real with yourself. If you're somebody who checks the scale and it fucks with your head, stop. Just stop. It's not a big deal to not see your weights every single day. If you think about it, what happens every morning when you step on the scale? You probably get really frustrated. Am I right? Why are you doing that to yourself? Fucking stop. And if you're not sure how it's really affecting you, take a week off from checking the scale. One, see how hard it is to not check the scale. If you are just like cringing that you're not checking the scale, I have news for you. And I'm gonna say this with as much love as I possibly can. You have an addiction. And it's very interesting to me how society like puts it, the topic for a different day. I'm gonna go off on a tangent if I start talking about that shit. But you have an addiction to keeping yourself stuck at the same weight because you keep checking it and it makes you feel like shit and you keep doing it anyway. Why? It's like a drug addict who knows that the drugs are bad for them yet they go back to it because they're hooked. They want that feeling again. And you're doing the same thing with the scale. So cut that shit out. Find other ways to measure your progress. Progress pictures are great. Track your workouts. Watch your lifts go up over the course of time. Right? People use, they track their food. And again, if you're not one of those people who gets annoyed by that, then keep tracking your food. Again, another good way to measure progress. You could journal about how you feel and the things you're noticing within your body. Like today, my squats moved cleaner. Even though even though my lifts didn't go up in weight, my squats felt better. And so you can keep track of these things. There's a bunch of ways. You can use your blood, your blood work. A couple of my clients do this. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. There's a million things you can do. A million things. Like, is your sweet sleep quality improving? Is your are your energy levels up? Are your energy like are you do you feel yourself enjoying your days more? Do you feel happier? Like all of these things could be measuring if you're healthier. And the healthier you feel, the better you're gonna like the better your mood's gonna be all the time. And this is coming from someone who's a sad nopey bitch for most of my life. Now that I'm healthy, I radiate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I am genuinely in a better mood the overwhelming majority of the time now. It's amazing. And then the last thing as far as far as defining what health looks like for you is like what's your relationship with food like, with movement? Okay, what it, what are you doing with sleep and hydration? recovery okay how are you balancing this out with your social life how are you balancing this out with your social life because a lot of people don't want to give up their social life and that's cool that's cool but you have to factor this in i just actually walked one of my clients through this a few weeks ago it's like she kept getting frustrated because she was having a couple of drinks on the weekend and but the scale wasn't moving right and i'm like have you ever just considered giving yourself permission to have a couple of drinks on the weekend and for you, listener right now, maybe you want to have one donut and you have the restraint to have just one donut on a Sunday morning. Have you ever considered just giving yourself the permission to have that one donut? Instead of beating yourself up for just having the one donut? And so what happened was my client did that. And I was like, and here, if, if this makes anybody feel better, this is another thing I'd welcome my clients to. It's like, come up with rules or boundaries for yourself around these things. So she was like, I got to do this, this, and this. And then I can have a couple drinks. So it was like, 
Um, I actually forget what they are now. I forget what her list was. But some of my clients do this for when they eat out and whatnot. And so come up with rules and boundaries for yourself. So that way you don't feel bad. It's like, why are you purposely making yourself feel like shit about just having one donut or one cupcake or one cup of coffee for me? It is good coffee though. Anyway, anyway. So what does your relationship with these things look like? Are you going to beat yourself up every time you have a shitty meal? Probably not. Okay, so then how are you going to eat on a regular basis so that you don't do that? And this will come with some exploration. And guys, this is one thing I really want to get across people. It's like this is where ha- this, some of my clients, they didn't, they don't like the, they didn't, they were hesitant to hire me because they, they like the autonomy of figuring things out for themselves. And I get that. That's me through and through. I totally get that. But hiring a coach doesn't remove your autonomy. It just streamlines figuring out what works for you. Because you have somebody else that can filter some of the BS for you. And like, so I have my experience, but I also have the experience of every client I've worked with so far as well. So we can filter through things much quicker than you could if you just tried everything. Like, for example, if I wasn't such a stubborn bitch and I hired a coach, I probably could have figured out that um, foods that worked well for me much sooner than I did instead of taking five years to figure it all out, you know? So... Define health. Define what health looks like for you, on you. How can you measure these things? What's your relationship with food look like? What's your relationship, excuse me, with movement, exercise? How are you sleeping? Okay, you have to define every area of health. You know, your sleep quality is important. Your hydration is important. Your recovery is important. Your exercise, your movement is important. And I separate those two things very intentionally because you need to be moving every day. You don't need to be exercising intensely every single day, right? You got to eat every day. So you need a healthy relationship with food. So what's that going to look like? Okay. And lastly is the A, right? Acknowledge blocks. And this is, this is the tough one. This is the tough one because you have to be able to look at yourself so nakedly and be okay with the fact that there are gonna be some things about yourself that you do not want to see. And I will admit, it is hard to sometimes see the negative, I guess, quote unquote, negative side of ourselves. So the lower negative emotions and the things that you could be potentially suppressing. This is something that I have experienced profoundly in my life, especially the last year or so. And so you have to be able to acknowledge blocks because if you have a negative belief that, or let me remove the negative. If you have a belief that you can't lose weight, that you're fat and you're never going to change and your genetics are this way and your family did this to you, then you will continue to sabotage yourself. You will continue to stay stuck where you are. You will absolutely stay in the same repetitive cycle over and over and over again until you acknowledge blocks that you have. And that could be as simple as, I believe that I'm fat and I'm not good enough. Therefore, I will never lose weight. And the second you say that out loud to yourself or somebody else, or the second you acknowledge that, it loses all power over you because it's not lurking in the shadows anymore, deep within the subconscious of your mind, just hanging out there waiting to show up when you're ready to make a change. And have you ever wondered why you sabotage? It's because you have these blocks deep inside your mind that show up when you're on the edge of breaking through that. And so, you know, you're, you're two or three weeks into a good diet and workout routine and you're just, oh man, like that one drink looks good. That one drink looks really good right now, right? Oh, it's the, that, the cupcakes. You want to have it, you want to go out to dinner, whatever it is. And so instead of just going out and having one glass of wine or a nice little meal with like a little piece of cheesecake at the end, you go all fucking in. You have like 10 drinks and 10 pieces of cheesecake. That sounds exhausting, but... You do it anyway. And now you're, you're back in this repetitive cycle of sabotaging. 
And so what caused that? It was the subconscious belief that you don't think you're good enough to achieve this or whatever it is for you. That's just the example I'm using here because there's more than just that. But you have this subconscious belief that, that you don't think you're good enough to achieve this. And so you you are coming up to the edge of that, right? So all of the actions you're taking, the two or three weeks of, of being being on point with your food and your movement and your hydration and your sleep, it's it's you're crushing it. Now, mentally, you're coming to the edge of what you're used to. And so what you do is you go right back to sabotaging because that's what our brain does. It is designed to keep us safe. And so you're challenging the old identity of who you thought you were. And so you have to acknowledge the beliefs before that stuff happens. Or you can acknowledge it in real time. You know, it's like, oh my God, it's right there. Holy shit. All those thoughts are showing up because I just don't think I'm good enough to do this. And the second you acknowledge that, it loses its power over you. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable, right? Like you might still feel that like discomfort because again, your brain is literally changing in real time as you're experiencing this because those synaptic connections, the connections that form in your mind are pruning apart in real time and new ones are forming. Okay, so you have to understand that. It doesn't, just because it loses power, you doesn't mean you're going to go back to feeling like goofy and happy and joyful and stuff. Like, no, it's still, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the greatest feeling in the world, but you can now take control back. So acknowledge, uh, acknowledge blocks. You have to acknowledge some subconscious beliefs. So what do you believe to be true about yourself right now? What do you, true to be, what do you believe to be true about the world? Right? Like some people are just always going to be fat whatever it is. And the reason you want to do this, right? So you, you need clarity. You need clarity on our goals. What do we want? We need to find health. What does health look like for you on you, right? And then we need to acknowledge blocks of so CDA. Clarity, define, acknowledge. Clarity, define, acknowledge. Clarity, define, acknowledge. CDA. So we need these three things because now that we have gotten clear on our goals, we've defined what we wanted and we acknowledge these blocks, we can focus. And focus is the name of the game. Focus is the name of the game. And so one of my clients went live with me in my Facebook group last week and she illustrated this so well. And she didn't say it like this, but I'm gonna um, take what she said and I'm gonna interpret it a different way. So she was talking about how like she's had this ability to go back and forth between her goals, like both short-term and long-term in different circumstances. And this is powerful. This is the power of focus, guys. This is the power of focus. Because when you know what you want and you know exactly what you want and you know what blocks could be standing in your way, you know how to shift your focus. You know how to shift your focus. So if you're just like maybe feeling down, maybe it's time to focus more on that big-term goal. Maybe if you're feeling like really down, it's it's time to focus on the short-term goals. Like, okay, losing 50 pounds seems really scary and daunting right now. I don't know if I can do that, but losing two pounds, that I can do. Drinking a little bit more water right now, that I can do. Focus on those short-term goals. Dr- eating that one meal, going to get that one walking, going to get that one workout done. I can do that right now, but worry about 50 pounds of weight loss. I can't do that right now. So fuck that one, right? So now that you have the clarity, you have defined health and you've acknowledged your blocks, you can shift your focus back and forth between both of these, between the goals, the short-term and the long-term. Again, this is why both of those are important. And then once you can start channeling your focus in the things that are more productive, so short-term or long-term goals, now, now the sabotaging, all those things are less irrelevant. The negative thoughts that self-doubt are less irrelevant because you know how to work around that. And this is how we develop a mindset, right? Having the ability to control our focus, okay? So get clarity. Get clarity around your goals. As clear and specific as you possibly can. Define what health looks like for you, on you, how you're going to measure it, what's your relationship with it going to look like. And acknowledge your blocks. What do you believe to be true about yourself? Acknowledge, you have to acknowledge them or they're always going to rear their ugly head, and all you have to do is reflect back on some of the ones that you've had in the past. And you could probably get to the, the gist of a lot of it. Some of it can come from self-doubt. Some of it can come from not feeling good enough. Some of it can 
come from just not believing that it's true. You maybe you don't trust yourself. You have to evaluate this for yourself. With that being said, though, if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, I would walk you through this. I do have coaching spots available. I have three coaching spots available currently right now um, for the Progressive Lifestyle Program. So if you're interested, feel free to shoot me a DM. Without any, but, but that, but that all aside, guys, that all aside, you can absolutely figure this out for yourself. Absolutely figure this stuff out for yourself. But you have to sit with it. You have to be very clear and, and define these things. Acknowledge it. Okay? And once you do that, I'm telling you, everything else will kind of fall in place. Everything else will start to fall in place. And then, you know, the nuanced things will show up. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's a topic for a different day. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for everybody who's been listening to this show lately. I'm really pumped about that. I appreciate all of you guys. If you took anything from the episode, please leave a rating. You on iTunes, I really appreciate that. And I will check you guys out in the next episode. Peace.